Guys, what's up, man? Different type intro today. All right, so here we go. Shit's starting all over again. We are currently at war right now. There is a war right now going on between soft, pussy-ass, punk bitch anti-vaxxers versus smart, decent humans. I told you guys in January... February of 2020 that we were going to get locked down. This shit was serious. Some of y'all called me crazy. Some of y'all didn't know what to say. Okay. To date, over 4 million people have died from COVID, including my cousin Rex. Stop saying stupid ass, dumb, idiotic, asinine shit like 99% survival rate, 98% survival rate. <laughs> you fucking stupid sons of bitches. One, it's not true. Two, I have friends who now have respiratory issues. They don't know how long it's going to be. Just out of nowhere, can't breathe good. Fucking seven, eight, ten months, year later, just can't breathe good. I have some friends who have enlarged kidneys. I have friends who have kidney issues. Could they be, you know, a coincidence could be anything. Bro, <laughs> these people don't have these type of problems in their 30s, you know what I'm saying? I have a neighbor who seven months later still cannot smell or taste. I have some of Nicolette's friends who have the same issues, except this guy doesn't like onions. He comes over, hey, make sure there's no onions. Make sure, can you make sure there's no onions? Always. He bit into an onion like it's an apple. All right. Now, there are other long-lasting issues that just ain't worth it. All right. You know, three, you will kill someone. And then what? Okay. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Sorry to bum you guys out. Sorry to talk about some real shit on a business podcast. But that's how we're going to fucking get down today. All right. Miles, Jordan, let's start the show. Welcome everyone to another high doge finishing museum quality episode of Behind the Baller Podcast. I am your host, Ben Baller, aka the Korean Fauci, aka the Korean Charlie Bronson, aka the Vegas Midget Killer. Some people also know me as the Forrest Gump Hip Hop. Guys, guys, look, I think we might be headed for another lockdown. Yeah, I know. I, I Yo, I know. <laughs> I fucking know. All right. And I said, there's no way that they could shut down the country again. There's no way, right, to fuck up the economy. But I think that I was wrong based upon some of the people I spoke to, some of the people. You guys forget, man, that I've made a decent amount of money, you know, hanging around people who are involved in government. You guys forget that I'm fucking friends with Kimberly Guilfoyle and whatever and shit like that. And these are people who are fighting against it and whatever. And I take each side. I take left, right, north, south, all that shit, okay? I think the mask mandates aren't just, they're not going to do much. So unfortunately, we may have to close down a lot of shit, okay? And what did everyone think was going to happen? 
right? Motherfuckers is out partying in Florida. You see Live Nightclub. No, no offense, because Dave Grumman's my boy. You see fucking Vegas. Shit is crazy, right? Motherfuckers is out acting a fool. What did you think? Shit was just going to disappear out of nowhere? Just like they said, oh, wait till the election's over. It's just going to disappear. What, like, I don't get the fucking, it, this is a global pandemic. We just happen to be the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. So if, or, or more like when we do close down this time, I'll tell you this much, okay? No matter how well I've done as a jeweler, I doubt IF and Co. can survive a shutdown this time around. All right. I mean, my employees, our store rent, which is sky high, I just can't see us surviving that. Because with the remodel, no like, oh, why'd you guys remodel, blah, blah. There was issues. Remember, I have partners now. I was majority owner. I'm not a majority owner anymore. I'm, you know, I'm, I got partners, my cousins. And, you know, there was positive, there was negative, certain things, whatever. If it wasn't for my cousin James, we wouldn't be in the situation, period, because he took our shit to a whole different level. He thought bigger than I even thought, all right? So, you know, and again, we're not at war with each other. Just saying, you know, our rent is stupid fucking high. Our rent is real, higher than any fucking, anybody who you think like, oh, this guy should have went to this guy and fucking these guys in Atlanta. No, bro, I'm probably five times the rent of fucking Icebox. I'm probably maybe 15 times the rent of what Johnny Dang pays, right? So I can't see us surviving that just if we go down to whatever. Okay, like I'll do the custom work and everything. That's cool. I'm talking about my retail store, which is fucking crazy to think about, but I'm being dead ass serious. Now, the great thing is I have a showroom downtown. I got a beautiful factory. So worst case scenario, we do like private things here and there, whatever. We're good. All right, but I'm just telling you this, we shut down for real, like at like a two, three month, you know, time, whatever it's look, I don't know if they're going to, what are they going to print some more money? Like, I just don't understand it. But again, they got to save lives. Right. And it's just, it's, we're at a fucking fucked up place because nobody, if we're just reluctant, everyone's just weird. It just don't get it. And I'm going to get in that in a second. Okay. Restaurants though, are going to feel it worse than ever. And it's just like people try to be resilient. There's been other ways to make money. People have, look, movie theaters. Again, anything that relies on in-person business, right? Amusement parks, shit like that. Look, this is not my way of telling you to get vaccinated. But I'm here to tell you, everyone that I fuck with on a regular, not like that I forced right, but you should. I haven't told nobody that. Yo, why not? Hey, how come? Look, that, look man, everyone it is what it is. But this is my show. So I'm just going to tell you the real. All right. Everyone I know that I rock with, my immediate family, I never asked anybody. They've been like, yo, man, what's up with this? And boom. Right. Had a discussion with Kid Cudi about it. He's like, motherfucker, how do I get the vaccine? What's good? I'm trying to get that shit. You know? All right. I just read something crazy from one of my boys who is a billionaire. Not my boy who's been on this show. Another one, right? 99% of all billionaires are vaccinated. All right, I'm curious. Doesn't everyone love money, right? I mean, for the most part, even super doubters, like the skeptical cats, like even like my homie Lil Duvall, right? Like, no, fuck that, can't do this and blah, blah, whatever. And he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's a free growing dude. He's a free life, free going, you know, real chill. He's low-key obsessed with billionaires. Now, 
if you do the math, there are just over 2,700 billionaires, okay? So, you know, very few of them are not vaccinated, right? So it doesn't take that many people. Just look, there's, you know, under 2,800 billionaires in the world, not in America, in existence, okay? And less than 30 of them are not vaccinated. That lets you know something. I don't know if there's an issue. It just says a lot. Rich folks want to live longer. Every very wealthy person I know of, not just Warren Buffett and all these people, they like to contribute to society. They try as best to be decent humans and be like, oh, fuck Jeff Bezos, blah, blah, he's in a fucking spaceship. Yeah, you don't fuck it, whatever. Dude came from, he's been talking about that shit for fucking 20 years. You act like if you didn't have a billion dollars, you wouldn't want to go to space. Me personally, I got no fucking, I don't give a fuck about space. Don't give a shit, okay? But what I'm trying to say is, all the people I know that are very, very wealthy, once you hit that nine-figure mark, these people are doing a lot more shit. They're like, okay, so how do I get this? And how do I do this? And, you know, like, you just don't see billionaires dying at a young age. You know, there's just different types of things that are going on. Google it. Go check it out. If you have $1 billion, you listening right now, don't you think your plan would be to live as long as you possibly could and as happy of a life as you could? Okay. Just letting you know. That's just a fact right there. That's some shit. You know, that's, don't understand. Now, a life is a life. Whether you're worth a billion dollars, whether you're Kobe Bryant, whether you're Nipsey Hussle, whether you're Ben Baller, whether you're Ben Yang, whether you're fucking Jordan Winter, Miles Warren, it doesn't fucking matter, okay? A life is a life. What I'm trying to say is when somebody has acquired that much wealth, you would think someone else would be like, well, look, he's got this much, boom, exactly. And the motherfuckers ain't like, you tripping, man. They're probably the first ones to get vaccinated. So my boy Popeye, my friend, yes, that Popeye, Dave Busters, who I talk about very often, He's already posted this, you know, and been posting on on his stories and everything. Or, you know, um, I talk about him on this show quite often, right? He got coronavirus. He got COVID-19. I don't know if he got the Delta strain. We had a good little talk. We didn't talk about Delta. I don't know, but he's vaccinated and with Pfizer, just like I am. And to those listening right now saying, Wayson, how the hell did he still get it? It's a good question. But the better question is, are you as healthy and as strong as he is? He's lost over 50 pounds in the last two years. He boxes, trains, like this motherfucker does boxing golf. He's like fucking crazy, like straight, legit boxing, like Mayweather boxing gym. He is fucking, the exercises every day. He's one of the healthiest guys that I know, okay? And the shit didn't phase him too much, but he told me verbatim, he goes, I can see why this kills people. You know, he told me when he lays down on his back at certain times, he didn't have a hard time breathing. He, he suffocated. It was worse than that. He said he would almost go into shock because the suffocation right, fucks you up on a different level than people actually understand. Okay. Now, someone, I have a few friends who've got it. Now, again, my boy Popeye is strong, healthy, relatively young dude does not fall into any of that, you know, of the category of at risk, okay? He probably got a few people infected while he didn't know, and it's like, I'm not blaming him or anything, I'm just saying, while he was sick, he didn't know. Said he, I was like, fuck, I think I, you know, think I got it, right? And I was like, Monday, Tuesday, 
um, of last week. And then Thursday, he tested PCR, took two different PCR tests, positive. All right. He's been very proactive about this, been talking about it. He told me a lot of his friends hit him up and said, hey, they got COVID too, but they didn't make any public announcements. And it kind of scared him. He's like, holy shit, a lot of people are getting it, right? And this shit is crazy as fuck because I'll be damned if we as a country or even California get to herd immunity before the country like gets to 85% vaccinated, which we're far from, all right? All I'm saying is when you see London or when I see London, if you could see London, my son, have an asthma attack, it's not like most people who struggle to get air. Like my boy Jeff who owns Riff, Drake actually has asthma. You know, a lot of people don't know that. Like I didn't know until I heard the fucking nebulizer sound. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right before a show. Okay, London is literally suffocating, gasping for air with very low oxygen. His saturation levels drop below 92, 91. They get into his fucking death levels, okay? He's getting very low oxygen to his brain. It affects his life. You know, being a dad to have to watch his son go through this, that shit is more painful than watching someone steal your life savings and you got no gun, nothing you can do about it. You're tied up. You can't do anything to stop them, okay? can't do shit. So again, as a father of a son who has special needs, well, actually, I'm sorry, two kids with anaphylactic allergies and respiratory issues, right? I just ask, please be considerate of other lives, especially younger people. Now, of course, sons say I don't love, you know, you don't love your grandparents or anything else. I'm just saying, all right? Now, the president of France Emmanuel Macron made a tough stance, right? Now, I tweeted something, I posted something, and I got these fucking guys saying, you know, he didn't say that, and da 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 fuck, that was a false statement because he doesn't have kids. Listen, you stupid, dumb fucking idiots. That's great. He didn't say that one sentiment about, you know, my daughter's blood, whatever. He did say, if you work in fucking healthcare and you don't want to get vaccinated, then pretty much, yeah, you aren't going to get a salary, you won't be paid, and your ass will be fucking fired. Right, he did say, Yeah, if you ain't fucking vaccinated, guess what? Yup, you are going to fucking not be able to go to cafes, restaurants, you won't be able to travel, you'll be able to go to trains and shit like that. You want to take tests? Guess what? They're gonna cost now. He did say that. So, the part that was important did come from the president, right? Yeah, very tough stance. Pretty much said, Fuck y'all, not us this time, okay? Not the people who understood the assignment. Now, if you do work in healthcare and you refuse, again, he said, you will not have a job or you be paid anymore. Now, tens of thousands of people, like almost 100,000 people in Paris and all over France, they protested and they made him stand down on his orders. But he was able to get France at a record high number of people getting vaccinated. All right, I know I said that fucked up because I'm, I'm sitting there thinking about it. But a record number of people in France got vaccinated. All right, now, so hospitals here in Los Angeles are even making their workers get vaccinated. Places like St. Jude's now, you know, they got small, young children whose lives are at risk. And this Delta shit is no joke. They're like, fuck this. Look at you guys have to get fucked vaccinated or get the fuck out. And they're doing the right thing. So all I'm saying is think hard about it. It's really insane that there are countries that can't afford the vaccine, like the Philippines and everything else, or got some bootleg, fucking 49% effective, whatever, and there are people who are begging for it 
Meanwhile, you can get it almost anywhere in the USA. In Koreatown, you go to Koreatown Gallery and Market and the motherfucking giving that shit away at the market. Okay, you go to CVS. That's why New York is so fucking, it, New York understood the assignment. They're fucking vaccinated. All right, we're, meanwhile, we're wasting it. Stupid as fuck in most other places. My boy who got COVID and is only 35 years old, right? This is a true, well, this is from what he told me. And why would anyone want to tell me this? Beats the fuck out of me. Okay, it's like, I'm like, hey, yo, hold on, wait a second, what's up, dog? What's going on, bro? You know, I'm in little Tokyo and the motherfucker tells me because he knows I talk about this shit. But the fact that he needed to tell me that he can't get his dick hard for three months now. And he's like, you know, it's, I went to go see a doctor. Is it ED? Is it, you know, erectile dysfunction? And doctor's like, man, no, not at all. Told the doctor, hey, man, yeah, I was infected with COVID. I was out. I went to a private party in L.A., Got COVID at the party, was sick for like 10 days. Like he had the worst of it for 10 days, was still testing positive two weeks later, right? Whatever. And, um, you know, told the doctor and the doctor's like, all right, well, you know, so he's on like other shit to like, whatever. but he's like a young dude, 34, 35 years old. I don't know, man. That's just crazy, right? That's some shit that I never heard from whatever. And so I'd be like, oh, well, maybe you have, you know, the crazy part is it doesn't have low testosterone. I have low testosterone. So the Korean John Cusack can't be the fucking Korean Jake Steed. If you guys don't get that joke, then then too bad. But anyways, listen, guys, let's take a quick commercial break. Uh, we got two sponsors that deal with the bedroom, right? That actually deal with my boy's problem, you know what I'm saying? So we'll be right back. Yo, Miles, throw on some LL. As we've talked about it on the show before, our relationships should add value to our lives, especially if you're lucky enough to have an active sex life. Even if you don't, Dame has you covered. Thoughtfully designed toys for the bedroom can deepen your connection with your partner and leave everybody feeling satisfied. Dame Products is a woman-owned company making the next generation of toys for intimacy. Founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops its products with the help of real humans and couples like yours. Their mission is to make adding toys to the bedroom less intimidating and more accessible to create better intimacy for all. Dame's easy-to-use products are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love. Earning glowing press from the New York Times, Wired, W Magazine, and many more publications. If you're unsure of what you're looking for, you can take their product quiz for product suggestions tailored to you and your partner. And the best part? Dame offers three-year warranties, and hassle-free returns within 60 days, so satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Go to dameproducts.com slash baller today for 15% off the entire website. Again, go to dameproducts.com slash baller today for 15% off site-wide. 
This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew, the best way to go hard in the paint for your lover. Do me a favor right now. Call, text, or shout to your special someone and ask them if they want to rock your cock. Right? That's what Blue Chew can do for you. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. No, you don't want to use the gas station 7-Eleven pills, okay? The process is simple. Sign up online at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. With Blue Chew, men everywhere are excited to get the mail because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. It's time to get off the couch and back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, head to bluechew.com. And ladies, don't be shy. Get them for your guy and thank me later. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code BALLER at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code BALLER, to receive your first month for free. Popeye's Chicken is dropping their new chicken nuggets uh, this weekend. Or is it, no, I'm sorry, the 27th, so it's next week, right? Anyways, regardless, Popeye's Chicken is, they're dropping the new chicken nuggets. And supposedly, well, not supposedly, and not even allegedly, they, they said it. They're hiring double or triple the amount of their staff load to be able to handle the demand. You guys remember the fucking lines and the fucking employees complaining the videos when the chicken sandwich dropped? That shit was crazy. Okay, look, I am a chicken nugget eating motherfucker. So you know I'm trying that shit. I love chicken. I love anything. I fucking love fried chicken. But their lines for that chicken sandwich was insane. I remember going to like three different chicken locations. It doesn't matter where the fuck you went. You thought, oh, guess what? A low-key location over here in Glendale by Eagle Rock. There's a location over here. Boom. No. Ain't no low-key. Motherfucking lines were insane. Speaking of chicken nuggets, Giannis, I still can't pronounce his fucking last name. Angandupo, you know, he dropped a 50-piece. And now the Milwaukee Bucks are the 2021 NBA world champions. My friend PJ Tucker is now an NBA champion. It's crazy. Congrats are definitely in order. After the championship evening festivities, Giannis said he didn't sleep. He like just, you know, got up as soon as fucking Chick-fil-A was serving motherfucking food went and drove to local Chick-fil-A in Milwaukee and got himself a 50-piece of chicken nuggets. Now, he went on his Instagram Live and documented the whole shit. He called them McNuggets, which is fucking funny because, like, my mom, like, I feel like it's a foreign thing, motherfuckers. And also, it could be a poverty thing. You come from some place, you just, like, boom, you're like, oh, you call them McNuggets. Depending on your childhood, upgrade when my mom wasn't a child when those shits came out. She was already a grown-ass woman when those came out. But anyways, when I was IG Live, broadcast, today was going to Chick-fil-A, and that's what he wanted. He wanted a 50-piece nuggets because he dropped 50 on the motherfucking fraudulent Phoenix Suns. He brought both his trophies, okay? He brought the NBA chip, and 
he brought the finals MVP trophy in his G-Wagon, right? Salute, homie. I don't know you, never met you, but look, real talk, man. Yeah, yeah, I said it. They're not the best team in the NBA, in actual healthy NBA. Look, they showed resilience. They did the job. They understood the assignment. Like fuck my boy Perkins says, carry the hell on. They won straight up regardless, okay? So again, congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I know they're about to fucking fire the goddamn coach. You know, he's like, what the fuck? This is big. These guys show a lot of heart. They're busting their ass. They were fucking exhausted. Motherfucking PJ played overseas. You know how fucking tough that is to come back? Dog, Chris Middleton played in the G League? Like, do you understand? Like, what kind of... T Bobby... These dudes ball, but I'm saying that they... <laughs> I'm not going to address um, Stephen Jackson's statement, whatever. But what I'm getting at is... They went the hard way. They didn't do the super team, none of that shit. You got to give them props for that. Giannis is still a young dude. I don't think they're going to make it out these next year, but you know, look. But what's heartbreaking is there's a video going around. And it's as soon as they knew they won, you know, it was just obviously the game was over and the confetti started flying. There's a video going around showing Devin Booker, like just like catching himself, like, you know, He's got, you know, a unique looking face. His eyes are like kind of like, and, and he says, damn. Like he's just sitting there just like, you know, just soaking it in. Like, yo, we just lost. And he says, damn. Right when you see the fucking confetti fly all over the place, even on top of his head in Fiserv Stadium. That shit fucked me up seeing his face. That shit hit different, okay? Watching CP3 walk into the locker room and his walk after being eliminated. It's just not, you know, it's, it's crazy. Um, Monty Williams, you a class act, bro. Not to say that Giannis ain't, you know, and whatever, but I'm saying, Monty Williams, you a classy motherfucker. You a fucking amazing coach, man. Anyways, next season, next NBA season is going to be a mother sucker, right? And rumors now are that we're going hard after Russell Westbrook and CP3. No shit. Look, I love Russ. But can he fit with LeBron in our Lakers squad? I mean, that's my boy, you know, but on the court, he is a different guy. I mean, you guys for like people who really follow me, follow me, like who've been following me for like seven, eight, 10 years. You guys remember I got in a fight with this motherfucker at the game. Like me and him were cool, you know, I don't know, just, but his style of play, I mean, dude, if he could get along, bro, man, beautiful. Okay. Now CP3 definitely could work, man. I mean, it just makes me just upset because he's supposed to be on our team fucking years ago. You already know I'm salty about that. Like I'm salty about the motherfucking tuck rule with fucking Woodson and fucking Brady. Okay. It could work out. And having CP3 on Lake Show could still get us our title. You know, with AD and LeBron, he definitely play with them. He, he can, in fact, probably bring the best out of them. Right. Do I want Lonzo Ball back? Absolutely not. You know, we got, there's better shit we can get out there. Great player. He gonna do a lot for other people. We got, fuck that. No, I'm good. Um, but yeah, we have AD, a mixture of AD, LeBron, and CP3. A lot of veteran game is coming out of Lake Show, right? But me personally, like AD still got a lot of life left. You know, LeBron, I don't know, man. You know, I want a younger, badass motherfucker. Okay, I think we got one good shot to get this chip. 
We get that momentum. We get that gel going on. We can fuck around and get another two. But then we got to rebuild, keep shuffling cards and do all that shit. So I'm telling you right now, we need a future player to take everyone to motherfucking make LeBron second. He'd be the captain of the team. Captain don't mean you're the best player. Okay. We need Dame Dollar in this bitch. That's what we motherfucking need. Okay. But fuck it. NBA season is over. It's all good. Dodgers fucking lost two out of the three against the fucking Giants. Fuck it. You know what? All good. Jansen, you are fucking trash. You're just, you're the mush, bro. Uh, It's almost NFL season, and that's why I'm pivoting too, okay? And just so you know, me and the Dust Brothers and my bookie got some shit coming. So it's going to be the perfect trifecta, pun intended. No need to worry about that dwarf who's actually from Hawaii but claims Cabo San Lucas and Vegas as his residence. Side note, if I personally hear anyone use the words gaslighting, like if I hear that shit in my face, if I see that, if I hear it in person, okay, I may throw a glass bottle at them. I don't know why the fuck I just said that. It just made me think of that that fucking stupid ass word. But yeah, NFL season is coming. I've been talking to fucking Quandre, talking to Jamal, talking to people, Seahawks. I'm just fucking excited. Uh, The situation, we've been all focused on Aaron Rodgers, right? But then like Deshaun Watson is just out chilling like in New York and everything. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, damn. Anyways, I don't know, man. I'm excited, you know, um, just to prepare. Because like I said, I'm probably going to lockdown, whatever. Who fucking knows things? I already paid my season tickets, you know, and, you know, um, I just fucking realized, did we get fucking refunded for last year? I don't know what the fuck happened because I have charter seats and my cousin Rex was handling it. So anyways, most stadiums, if not all stadiums, basketball, baseball, football, they will not let you in the stadium without a clear bag. Now, for some of these games, I am going to them, you know, possibly not staying the night. So, you know, I'm going to bring my clear, you know, fanny pack. I got this dope one off Amazon. It's sold out. You can't get it anymore because I tried to get one for my father-in-law. And, uh, you know, fly in the morning, get the SeaTac, you know, SeaTac from there, you know, take a fucking Uber or take the train straight to fucking Lumen Stadium. Go get my little breakfast, go chill. Quandre and Tyler Lockett just got a suite, they told me, so I could use that while I got my seats. Go in there and get a little drink on, get some food, whatever, chill out. Um, I got my little fucking, uh, my Mophie charger, my power bank, you know, I got everything that I possibly need. Got some Clorox wipes, got some motherfucking dude wipes, got my gum, got my AirPods. Everything I need is in that fanny pack. It's like literally perfect size. It's not too big. It's definitely not small at all. And then after the game, maybe have a little snack or something. Maybe have a little nightcap drink. Boom. Jump back on the plane, head straight back to LA. And it's just like a fucking event and it's beautiful. All right. Now, anyways. I'm going to pivot into some fun shit. Had a board meeting at the Network HQ, right, headquarters. And this was for my upcoming drops. And let me say, you know, it started out with a gold money counter. And uh, actually, I'm sorry. It started out with my gold slides and a T-shirt, which I don't even fucking have one of those T-shirts anymore. Aaron Levant, where's my T-shirt at? Jamie Ivey, where's my T-shirt at, right? Do you guys remember that? Michael Rapport, Emily Oberg. That was actually my first drop. Then we did what we do. We did the toiletry bag case, everything, which was my favorite, my fucking passport holder. Anyways, 
we had some, you know, small little drops here. Last year it was some big drops, okay? This finishing off the second part of this year, we got some shit. That's all I'm gonna say, okay? Next year we got some shit. I got a motherfucking G-Shock coming out with Casio. We got collabs with like four major household brands. Bigger than Kingsford, right? No disrespect to Kingsford at all. Lakers, Dodgers, official Lakers collaboration, official NBA Lakers collaboration, official MLB Dodgers collaborations, okay? Ben Baller. Yes, the namesake is the real deal, all right? But my next drop, as some of you may have seen, are solid gold-plated dominoes. They're so fucking nice in person. We're going to provide white gloves with the set so you don't fucking get them all fingerprint. But that's what it is. You know, it's just nice shit. I'm going to slam them bitches down. If you saw, what is it, five-time Mr. Olympia, Phil Heath, told me he's going to fuck me up. That shit was too funny. Because Phil is a fucking beast, right? If you guys are into bodybuilding and stuff. Anyways, very nice, heavy, solid, high-quality dominoes. I can't wait for you guys to have them in your hands, in your house. It'll be just in time for the rest of the barbecues. These are going to be, you know, something you use three years, five years, 10 years, who fucking knows? Now, of course, limited edition again, less than a thousand sets. You already know that this time I'm going to seed out some of the fucking, you know, most influential people so motherfuckers understand the level of seriousness that these are at. You're going to see some cool pictures that people take. So with that said, you already know what happens. When we have less than a thousand, anything sells out fast. They sell out real fast. And the retail price is 350 bucks, right? That's a perfect price for these dominoes. They are dropping next month, okay? So I got something fucking absolutely crazy dropping for holiday, all right? It is going to top everything that I have done. Gold Fridge was, was some shit, I'll tell you, right? It'll be my craziest item that I ever did, collaboration, major company. And then I have another collab that is so big that I still can't believe my name is on this item, okay? My name will be branded and tied to one of the most elite sport brands there is. It is not a shoe. To me, honestly... It's kind of bigger than a shoe. I've had, what, two different, three different fucking shoe deals. But listen, I am very grateful again to even be relevant enough to be in the position I'm in. So thank you guys. Thank you, the BTB Army. Thank everyone for supporting BBDTC. Now, speaking of BBDTC and this being bombarded the card, next week on Wednesday in Rosemont, Illinois, which is just outside the O'Hare Airport in Chicago, right? The National Sports Card Convention, aka the biggest sports card convention, aka the hobby, is taking place next week, all right? Shit is gonna be no joke. And I'll be at the Tops booth at 2 p.m., okay? Chicago time, Thursday the 29th, wearing a motherfucking N95 mask, do not miss it. I am not doing any other appearances at the National. I may walk the show a little bit here and there, but I will be there for a short time. So make sure to pull up. I'll be dropping cards from my Tops 2021 Chrome set. Not the entire set, but some highlight cards from there. All right. I'll be selling some cards. 
you know, signing cards. You know, I'm going to be there for a short while, maybe about an hour and a half, not a long time. All right. So I'll have some merch. Just make sure you pull up. Just know the Korean Fernando Valenzuela will be there at the Tops booth at the National. Otherwise, you have to try to catch me in Chicago, you know. And yeah, I'm not going to O Block, motherfuckers. I'm not going anywhere where, you know, it's going to be some shit. I'm going to be chilling, kicking it, doing my damn thing. But I can't wait. Shy Town, much love. Uh, I had a meeting yesterday with my cousin, Anita. For those of you who don't know, Anita Ko, my cousin is literally one of the top premier women's jewelry designers. She's literally been crushing it. She was a jeweler before I was, okay? Since the late 90s, okay, she just crushes shit. She really does kill the shit. I forgot what the fuck hurt. Really good friend was a girl who does the frosted gold APs, the real AP, not no custom shit. It ended up being probably AP's dopest watch, all right? But now AP doing a collaboration with Marvel is pissed off a lot of the real collectors. And I think that's kind of, I mean, you know, you do something and you just don't have that stature. It's Marvel's great, big, cool. It's just not, nah, that ain't it. Rolex will never do it. Like it just, you know, you expect that from Tag Heuer or like fucking, you know, maybe Hulot or something. You don't expect that from Audemars. It's crazy. So anyways, me and my cousin sat down yesterday, had a little catch up brunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel. You already know the Polo Lounge is one of my all time favorite places to eat at in Los Angeles. And the pool is just as fucking fly. So as we're finishing up our meal, I noticed that Mark Cuban is sitting right behind me at the table next to us, okay? So I got to use the restroom. As I got up, I turn around, I look at him right face to face. I'm like, Mark, what's good, man? I said, Dogecoin, baby. I said it pretty loud, okay? It was, you know, the restaurant was, was crowded. And he smiled, looked at me, gave me a smirk, gave me the thumbs up. I've met Mark like maybe two or three times, but Highly fucking doubt he knows who I am or remembers or anything. Anyways, usually I'd feel like a jackass doing something like that to somebody, but he's legit Doge Army. So it's all love. And guess what? Yesterday was a great day because crypto has climbed back up nicely. After hitting, you know, it, it went low. The lowest has been in a while. So I'm hyped. Also in crypto news, Elon Musk yesterday announced for the first time officially that he's actually holding Ethereum and Dogecoin. Now, I knew this already. A lot of other people knew it, but most Doge Army fans are just hyped to know he verbally confirmed it. So, yep, guys, look, diamond hands. I don't want to hear no shit about no, like, what are you worried about? What the fuck would you do? Especially if you bought at 40 or 50 cents, where I'd never told any of you guys to do that shit. But if you did, like, why would you sell at 18 or 14? Like, like what? Let that bitch burn down. Like, yo, it's like, you don't get it. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're in 14th place, what the fuck is the difference between being in fucking 2000th place? Like, you're that's it. And I know it's, it's money, but again, don't put any money in anything you can't afford to lose. You know, it's just, I'm telling y'all, diamond hands. H-O-D-L. Hodl, guys, all right? But yo, I forgot to mention, um, it was crazy, right? So we're supposed to be in Yellowstone Park right now. I'm supposed to be doing this podcast from my RV. We're supposed to have an RV trip. It was booked, um, you know, non-refundable is what it is. But the morning of Monday, after I got my teeth cleaned, fucking crazy timing, we find out, because we're leaving on, you know, Monday night, we find out that London and Ryder 
made their school's swim team. So that meant more to them than the trip. And they love the RV. They fucking love the RV. So we're going to go on an RV trip in a week or two, whatever. We'll figure it out. I know our schedule's fucked up and I got this, all this other crazy shit going on. Biggest chain in my life and everything, boom. But their happiness is more important than anything. I fucking laugh when people say, how could you be? I feel so, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you have any fucking idea? There's slight things that I could be cocky about. I'll be real about whatever. But one thing for sure is, Man, as a father, ain't no motherfucking kid in the world. I don't give a fuck. From one month, one day old to fucking 17, ain't no motherfucking kid don't want to have me as a dad. That's just for damn sure. So anyways, didn't go on the trip, ended up staying home. The kids are are, uh, doing swim practice with a tutor or a swim coach every day. I caught up on some work. I have a lot of shit to do. I caught up on some much needed rest. But my anxiety is really, really bad lately. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know why. I don't know. But, you know, I, th- I think I need to see a chiropractor before I go to Chicago. I got to get my neck right. I got to get all my shit in order, right? I need to drink much more water. I need like two 90-minute massages before I go. Maybe one and then one in Chicago. Real talk, I'm not playing with you. And by the way, Went to my fucking store yesterday and I walk into Zara. I haven't been to Zara in fucking months. No, I'm sorry. I haven't been to Zara in years. I haven't stepped foot in Zara in maybe three, four years, right? My kids get their clothes there. My wife gets you know, their clothes there, whatever. I am a regular dude. Had these three motherfucking punk ass kids. They weren't kids. They're in their 20s. And they're like, oh shit, that's Ben Baller. Yo, Ben Baller. What Ben Baller doing in Zara? And they're videotaping. I, I just say, I literally, when I say ignore, I acted as if they never they never even pulled up. I took one glass, was like, huh? And they're like, yo, me, Ben Brawler must be broke. He and Zara. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, between my earrings, and like, I shouldn't even say this because it just makes me more of a target. But like, you know what? Look, when you're wearing the value of a Lamborghini SVJ, low key, like, bro, stop the cap, man. Stupid. By the way, last side note, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life was turning down being on the reality show Love and Hip Hop Los Angeles, okay? The second best decision, actually, you know what? That was the second best decision. The first actual best decision in my career was turning down being on Bling Empire. Like, fuck that. Just found out a good friend of mine, Dorothy Wang, was supposed to uh, do like a New York edition of it, but she's actually on the regular edition of, of it. And I don't want to hate and whatever, and, but you know, whatever is cool. And she already feels like I really go shit on her, but the, the show is trash, period. If she thinks she can fucking make it better, it's just, I'm right, cool. I got, I want to fucking nothing to do with it. We and her had a brief talk about it, whatever. I don't know. Look, it's corny. Don't be like those guys in Zara. My, my kids would never do that shit. It's just fucking weird. But guys, I will see you back on Monday for the weekend wrap up. The way that Apple formatting on, on the iPod app now is set up kind of weird. But if Jordan, Mr. Jordan Winter, can pull the reviews, then we will do fan questions on this Monday's episode. Okay? All right, y'all. Look at I love you. Always make it a great day. Always remember what? Say it with me, guys. You already know what I'm going to say. What, what am I going to say? I'm not going to say it because you guys know. All right, y'all. All right, guys. Lakey Lake. Take us out of here, sir. All right, y'all. Peace.